It's only a kick. A jump. A block. It's only a serve. It's only a tackle. A run. It's only for the fans. After all, it's only pressure. You got this. Adidas. Jewelry isn't a gift you give just once. It's a way to remind your loved one of a beautiful moment every time they see it. Blue Nile can help you find the gift that says how you feel and says it beautifully with expert guidance and a wide assortment of jewelry of the highest quality at the best price. Go to BlueNile.com and experience the convenience of shopping Blue Nile, the original online jeweler since 1999. That's BlueNile.com to find the perfect jewelry gift for any occasion. BlueNile.com Welcome back to another episode of the Game Time CT Staff Pick'ems Podcast. I'm your host, Pete Paguaga, and as always, I am joined by Sean Patrick Bully. We are back for week five of the picks. Sean, you're kind of right up there in the standings, not to give them totally away, but you got to be feeling good about yourself. I'm all right. I'm all right. Man, there's a lot of guys around me. We're, we're all doing the same. You know, you're yeah. there. You're tied with me. And I'm doing okay. I'm holding my own. You know, I still see our uh, our bosses ahead of us, which that's got to change. They don't go yeah. anywhere. Yeah. I think that might change once we start getting into the bye weeks. We're going to have, you know, a lot less representation across the street, uh, state. We'll go over that. Uh, obviously, but you know, I, I will push- say this. I'm glad that all the guys who, like, go see the most games are also at the top. You know, yes. Orno, yourself, myself, you know, Stewart, you know, right yeah, it's uh, it's been an interesting one. I, you know, obviously I was three and I was three and seven last week, and I went nine and one this week. Back in it, baby. Yeah. Uh, we had a bunch of nine and ones. We had five nine and ones this week. A couple Ooh. of eight and twos. Couple yeah. of seven and threes. One five and five. One four and six. Overall standings: Boss Man Dan Brecklin up the top at twenty-seven and twelve. Myself, you, and Sean Barker twenty-five and fourteen. Forno Stewart, 24 and 15. Carl Meyer, 23. Morelli, 23. All the way down to the bottom, the eight ball is the only one under 500 at 19 and 20, though. It's right there. What are you going to do? We're going to do. Tight race. Tight race. And it's good. It's exciting. But like I mentioned, there are buys that are coming up. Um, The FCAC and the SWC. The majority of the SEAC's off this week. The entire SWC is off this week. Uh, the SCC will be off the week after. So we're going to be picking, you know, we try to give as much representation as possible. But if there's only one FCAC game to pick, we're picking that game, whether it's an easy one, a hard one, a coin flip. You know, we're not going to be sure. Um, so, so I think this is going to get a little bit harder uh, for some people who don't maybe pay attention as much as they should. And that should play into our favor, which is what I tell myself every year. We shall see. All right, Sean, you ready to dive into uh, the first of our 10 games this week? Yes, sir. All right. Starting off in the CCC, we talked about this game 
on the Meat Grinder show. You should totally listen to that if you haven't yet. We got Maloney, who's 3-1, and one, going on the road to Glastonbury to play the 2-2 two and two Guardians. This game last year went to overtime. Glastonbury won, knocking Maloney from number one. Maloney was number one for six days uh, after they beat Southington in overtime the week before. Um, I'm imagining Maloney's playing with a little bit of revenge. Um, and Glastonbury, obviously, a rebuilding year for that for a team that made the playoffs the year ago. And they get Maloney coming in. Sean, who do you like in this one? I like Maloney, Pete. Uh, Glastonbury, nice job against East Hartford with the defense. Tanner Thomas, you know, again, fumble recovery, pickoff, 10 tackles. Um, and now they got to play, you know, they got to play a Maloney team that is just itching to get them back to the last year's overtime loss. They just weren't ready for him. They didn't think that, you know, they came in there. And then and the, the, the key guy who was on uh, Glastonbury last year, first team All-Stater, he is Jack not Patron. Bad. Yeah, yeah, Jack Patron. He is not bad. So I'm going to go with the spotless. Pete. I, too, am going to go with Maloney. Um, I just think that they're, I think they're one of the best teams in the state, and I don't think there's a team in the CCC that can play with them. So anytime Maloney's got a CCTC team on the schedule, I'm picking Maloney. All right, you're gonna go to the CTC. We My got favorite. O- <laughs> the CTC. Oh, yeah. We got O'Brien Tech coming in at O and three, traveling on the road to Kidney Field. To play oh, Vinyl Tech, Goodwin Tech, Whitney Tech, who was 0-2. Now, again, like I said, a lot of representation on this podcast. So we're going to get some matchups. These are not easy matchups. Uh, both teams have scored six points this season. Okay, Vinyl Tech has allowed 94 points in two games. O'Brien Tech has allowed 75 points in three games. A little bit better defense. Okay. Um, O'Brien played a really close game. Wilcox Tech season opener. They dropped it 7 6. That's okay. it. And that's all they haven't scored since. They have not scored since. And tough, tough schedule, though, Pete. Real tough. It, I mean, it's, poor Colby, ATI. Exactly. Like, they're not playing. You know, you look at the other side of who Vinyl played, you know, Northwest United, Thames River. So they both really have played some pretty hard teams in the in the CTC. So for both teams, this is, a, this is their best chance to get a win. Um, I'm going to go first on this one and I'm going to go with O'Brien tech just because they've allowed less points in more games. Uh, I'm going to go with you too. Um, you know, I don't know. Just, I'm just having a feeling about O'Brien. I think O'Brien takes going to win this one. I think seven, six will be the final or eight, seven or eight, six. Don't, what about two? Nothing. For it. Uh, yeah, well, it's considered there's been a ton of safeties in the state wouldn't shock me. It's happened. Black dude's going. <laughs> but uh, yeah. no, I'm going to go. I'm going to go with O'Brien Tech. I think they lose. Okay. All right. We're going to go to the FCAC. The only FCAC matchup on the schedule this week. New Canaan 3-1 and one on the road to play St. Joe's. And this dun, is dun, a dun. wonderful fact that Dave Stewart shared with us. Mm. St. Joe's has beaten New Canaan the last five times. Is that right? That's what Dave shared with us this morning. It was the one thing Drew Pine couldn't do at New Canyon was beat St. Joe's. Could not. Well, he played some great St. Joe's teams. He did. He beat Darien every year, but he couldn't beat St. Joe's. How, 
how about this? Just out of the Drew Pine, Will Levis, never first in quarterback. Isn't that wild? Mm-hmm. Never first team registered quarterback. Never. Wild. They're both. They both. They were both great in college. Well. Well, I mean, well, what, what, he won a. How many games did uh, uh, Drew Pine win at uh, Notre Dame? Jeez. Ten, nine, ten games yeah. last year. It's not hard. It's not easy to do. Should I go first here? I, I'm going first. You right? are going first oh, here. Is that why? You're, all right. Anyway, uh, Pete, I think the spell is broken. You know, St. Joseph. Uh, you know, they want to give me hell for thinking Stanford's an easy pick. I think this is also an easy pick. Uh, New Canaan, Alex Benevento, whose name I always seem to get right. I'll get it right now. Alex Benevento's great. Uh, they got some dudes as well. Um, they they look really good against uh, uh, inputting Windsor away. At St. Joseph, it's going to be a tough game. No question. But I'm going to go with the Rams here. Sorry, St. Joe. I know. Just put my face on a billboard and just throw darts at it. It's okay. Facts against the no, I'm just kidding. Um, I'm going with New Kane on this one too. Ah, um, look at this. I've seen St. Joe's the last two weeks. They've won the last two weeks that I've seen them. Um, but I just think that New Kane is playing at a different speed right now than St. Joe's. St. Joe's is playing a freshman quarterback who looks really good. Uh Henry Jones, he makes some really good plays, but he's gonna be going up against a New Canaan defense that is so well coached and well adjusted. Miles Chisholm is a name that everyone needs to know around this state. He's a monster on the line. Absolutely. Uh, I think that New Canaan's defense is going to, is going to, they're going to have a heck of a day and they're only going to have to get in the end zone once or twice to win this one. Mm. All right. We're going to go to the NDL. We got the Oxford Wolverines at four and O going on the road to Woodland. Shout out Kyle Brennan. Uh, Woodland is three and one playing host to the four and O. Wolverines. Now, if you've been paying attention to the standings on, or if you've been paying attention, if you have been paying attention to the master list of the previews on our site, you'll see that the NVL has shifted their divisions over the last two years. Don't look at the CIAC site. It's wrong. Okay. And it, the NVL has become a power ranking conference now, which I think a lot of people aren't really paying attention to. So you have the Brass Division and the Copper Division, and here are the teams in the Copper Division. Naugatuck, Ansonia, Holy Cross, Woodland, Seymour, Tor- nope, Seymour, Wolcott, Watertown, and Gilbert Northwestern, who made the playoffs. And then in the Brass, it's Oxford, Crosby, WCA, Derby, St. Paul, Wilby, Kennedy, and now Torrington, who dropped down from last year. Hey, this is tier one and two, basically. Exactly. You could argue it might be SEC tier one and tier three. You have class double L schools in the lower division, which is Yeah. But what I'm saying is Oxford's 4-0 and is a little bit different than Woodland's 3-1. and Yes. Uh, I'm going to go first in this one. Uh, we saw Oxford against Seymour, and Oxford played very well in that game. Seymour was in it. Uh, Could have won that game. Maybe they stopped yelling at each other the entire game. They might have been able to put it together a little bit better. But uh, and Oxford's very well coached, but Woodland's got the better players. They got the guys. Mason Mastro, Mason Mastro Pietro is one of the dudes. Um, I'm going with Woodland in this one. I think Oxford's having a great season. They might make the playoffs, but they're not beating Woodland this time around. 
Pete, Oxford's opponents, including Seymour, are a robust, I believe, three and twelve so far. That includes Seymour, which is one and three. Uh, I believe Kennedy and Wilby are over, and Waterbury Career Academy is two and two. So uh, this is going to be their first made, uh, their first real big test of the season. Seymour was certainly that was a got to get over the hump. I still think they're better than Seymour now. Um, and now they got Wood. Um, and then they got Crosby, St. Paul, Torrington, the rest days the next three weeks. This would be, this would, I would say, you know, you got Ansonia sitting there and then Derby at the end. I, this is, if you want to get into the playoffs with Oxford, this is where you win it. Uh, Woodland's got some guys, though. They were toe-to-toe with Holy Cross, which is a very good team. They, they only lost an OT. Um, they whooped up on Gilbert last week. I have a hard time seeing Woodland losing this game. I'm going with the Hawks. All right. We are going to go to the Pequot. We got Cromwell Portland coming in at 3 and 0. They are on the road. No, Two, no 3 and 0. They played on Sunday. Uh 3 and 0. They're going to Rockville to play the 2 and 0 Rams. Uh these are two of the better teams in the Pequot the last 4 years. I mean state championship appearances for both, semifinal appearances for both. Uh two of the best coaches in the Pequot going at it. And it's very interesting because Cromwell Portland was so, supposed to be rebuilding. That's what everyone told us. Eh. Uh, Cromwell's here. They're competing. They're probably a playoff team. And you got Rockwell on the other side. Amir Knighton's finally back. You know, we've talked about him at length. He's back. He's playing well. Rockville's got dudes. Uh, Sean, you saw Cromwell this weekend. You impressed? You think they could beat uh, Rockville? I think they can beat Rockville. Um, will they beat Rockville, though? I, I can't have a hard time figuring out, get a good feel for Rockville at this moment. I, you know, and again, I don't know much, a whole heck of a lot about Cromwell Portland. I mean, they've certainly, you know, got some guys there. Nolan is a good receiver. They got, obviously, a, a Mecca Gearwood, who's been a three-year star for them. Um, you know, part of a lot of great teams. They only had, like, three seasons. It's a big junior class, and that was one of the things that Randall Bennett was concerned about what did juniors step up? And he said these guys were freshmen when they were on the uh, championship team two years ago, and now they're like, they're ready to go. They're ready to make this their their team with with the help of some senior leadership. Uh, Rockville two and zero. It's gonna be tough. I'm I, I'm gonna go with Cromwell Portland. Um, gonna be a tough game. Gonna be one of the best games of the week. But uh, I don't know. Maybe it's a sentimental pick. I'm gonna go with Rockville. Not Rockville, Cromwell Portland. Cromwell Portland is, yeah, yeah. Cromwell Portland, I'm going with. I think Rockville will be right as well. I mean, Knighton, obviously, they're really good. Uh, but again, it's hard to get a good feel for them. They've only played two games. Oh. You know, one of them was a good one. But yeah, hey, uh, I don't know. I'm just going to go with Cromwell Portland. Just gut feeling in this game. All right. Well, in the two games, Rockville has allowed six points and has scored 86 points. Yeah. I mean, Crack and Coventry. Correct. This is their better. first real test. They were beating Granby Canton before the lightning delay in week one. That game will be finished in a couple of weeks. Yeah. Um, gonna, they have. Going with the boy. I'm going with Rockville, and here's the thing: they have a lot. They have a lot more experience than some of the guys on Cromwell um, right now. So I'm going to go with Rockville for that Good one. Pick. I think. Uh, I think that game could go either way. I think it's a. Maybe I go to that game. I'm not sure yet. Um, That's a good game. We'll see. All right. We're going to go to the SEC, which I think is the game of the week. And uh, Coach George DeMeo agrees because he'll be doing his show 
from this game as well. We got the 4-0, probably number two team in the Game Time CT poll, West Haven. They are on the road to Joe Bruno Stadium to play the 3-1 Green Dragons from Hamden. Now, this game last year, Hamd, uh, West Haven won this game last year and catapulted to number one in the poll, which they held on to for like four days. Um, but there's a wrinkle to the story if you've been paying attention to high school football, if you've been listening to this show. Hamden, West Haven running back Cameron Kemp was at Hamden last year. Was at Hamden during training camp. Was at was Hamden, at Hamden a, week a month before. ago. <laughs> he was at Hamden a week before the season started. Now he's at West Haven, and he is having a heck of a season for the Westies. So there's an added wrinkle into that game. That said, Hamden's JJ Gibson quarterback hasn't played since Week One when they beat Trumbull. Oh, they lost to Ludlow, which is just not a good loss. Uh, this makes it easier for me. I think this game is going to be good. I think there's going to be high emotions in this game, and Hampton's going to play well. But I think at the end of the day, I think West Haven is going to win this game. And I'll tell you this, if we're getting crazy here, I think Cam, I think Cam Kemp has a huge game on Friday night. Yeah, yeah it certainly feels that way. I have a hard time thinking Hampton's going to be even in the game, maybe beyond the second half. Uh, beyond the first half, uh, maybe they they you know sheer emotion, you know kind of that's gonna might carry them a little bit. But West Ham just so many weapons, and Cam is just a creme de creme, little cherry on top of the Sunday on this one. They're making a run at number one. House of Horrors here for them. They lost here two years ago, and just a just a bit brutal offensive display. Lots of good defense though. This time is gonna be a lot of offense and lots of it from West Haven. Maybe even lots of defensive scores from West Haven as well. Um, Hamden just out. Trumbull is a warning, but warning sign. You know, needed to put Brantford away. Took away, and then the loss, losing to Lolo, which got smoked by New Canaan. I like the, I think the Westies big. All right, we are gonna go. We got a couple of quote unquote at large games because uh, we're missing two conferences this week, so we have four at large games. We're gonna stay in the SCC. We got 0-4 Fairfield Prep going on the road to Vanacore Field to play the three and one Nighthawks. Uh, renovated Vanacore Field. North Haven christened it with a 56-0 win over Notre Dame West Haven. And the Fairfield Prep coming in 0-4. First time since 0-9. It's not... Things aren't going well over at... Uh, over for the Jesuits. And um, again, I said this last episode... I think it was on the meat grinder. No one's crying for Fairfield Prep. Okay? Oh, but no. Greenwich, Hand, Darien, Cheshire. Then you get North Haven. That's your first five games. Defending uh, one of the one of the six defending champs uh, in North Haven. You got to play them. You've scored, you haven't scored a touchdown since September 16th. Wow. Sean, you get to go first on this one. Can Prep get in the win column? Or will they? At Vanacore Field? No. I'm going with North Haven. Huh. Uh, I North Haven, single do. wing. North Haven, single wing. Vanacore Field, they're crushing people. Uh, you know, and they it, maybe it, maybe if you play Sheehan, it's a lot different game. This because they made a lot of mistakes in that game. Not, not so since. So uh, I'm going. 
North Haven's got something to prove here. So last season, I saw Fairfield Prep play North Haven, the North Haven team that won a state title, and uh, also a Fairfield Prep team that went to the state finals in double L. It was not really close. Uh, Prep is just bigger, faster. Um, that day, that was obviously over a year ago. A lot of things have changed, and there's a lot of similar, a lot of same players back on that field. You know, man, I'm... Look, Tyler Smith's still there. Finbar Malloy's still there. John Morris. John Morris, one of the best football players in the state, is they're, still they're, there. They're talented, man. They, they are, are talented. talented. And I think they're going to get in the win column. They're going to beat North Haven this week. Uh, I think they're going to get their win. Hopefully, maybe like for them, they they win this game. Maybe they got Shelton, then Hamden, then Xavier, then Notre Dame, then West Haven. Uh, could they win six? Could they go six and four and make the playoffs? Probably not, but no. I think it starts here. I think they beat North Haven. They get into the win column. Uh, and then maybe the tide starts to change you over hear that, at Sags? Rafferty. You hear that, Coach Sags? You hear that, Nighthawks? Yeah. Pete has abandoned. Yeah, you hear that? Pete picked the private school. <laughs> Pete has abandoned the time of need. <laughs> giving it to Fairfield Prep in their time of need. Yeah. They need help, help they can get. Uh, all right, we're going to go back to the Pequot. We got another great Pequot matchup. We got 3 and 0 North Brantford going on the road to play 3 and 0 Grand B Canton. We talked at length about this game already. If you haven't, go listen to the Meat Grinder uh North Brantford coach Anthony Salvati on the show. This is a great Pequot matchup. I mean, you got Will Attenes versus Tommy Hansen, two of the best players in the conference going at it at Grand B Canton where they have a great food truck with great pretzels. Uh, it's going to be a beautiful Friday night up in Collinsville. Is it? Um, it? Have we seen a forecast? It's supposed to rain Saturday. Friday's supposed to be dry. For now. I'm going to go first in this one. If you listen to the interview with Anthony, you know that a couple of years ago, I made a massive mistake in our picks in week one of 2019. I said that Brantford was going to win a state championship and that they were going to start their season by dominating Guilford in week one. And then Guilford went out and beat them up. Um, so this time around, I'm going to take North Brantford. I'm going to take oh. the Thunderbirds. And the Thunderbirds are going to go to 4-0. I really like what they're doing. I love like the team, and I just think that they're having such a great season so far, and I think it continues. I think this... North Brantford team has a chance to do something very special. I'm going to go with Granby Canton here, Pete, at their place. Tough spot. They got some guys, too. They got Atneys being one of them, and he's having a great season so far. I like the uh, I like the Bears, Pete. I'm going with them. Huh? All right, we got two more. Uh, and- there you go. <clears throat> there you go, Ant. Tell me you- if you would uh, tell me if you would have thought of if you would have ever heard this sentence 10 years ago. In an SEC Tier 2 matchup, we have 3-1 and Xavier going on the road to play 3-1 and Brantford. Oh, yeah. No. <laughs> 10 years ago? No. <laughs> Not with uh, Tim Boyle on the team. Yeah. Grand so, anyway, this is a great Tier 2 matchup. Xavier, Brantford. I mean, I... Sean, you get to go first on this one. I think I know who I'm picking, but 
Who do you got, Sean? I'm going with Xavier. Uh, they beat a very good Sheehan team. Xavier, quite not quite ready for primetime. They got smoked by hand two weeks ago, 29. Sheehan was a little bit of a you know a little bit of a battle. Sheehan's very well, very good, and I think Sheehan's gonna you know make some waves here. But uh, you know Brantford coming off a shutout loss to Hamden, not feeling it from them. I'm gonna go with Xavier. Yeah, I'm going with Xavier too. Uh, Brantford's good team. They've made the playoffs what three years in a row, even and they yeah they made, made it last year at five five and five. So, um, but long I way just, to go yet. This is still Brantford versus Xavier. This is a game that should not be happening. Um, and uh, I'm going to go with Xavier on this one. Um, I don't think a private school should be in tier two. But I don't think there should be three tiers in this. Well, that's also true. Um, but definitely not a private school playing in tier two. Um, all right. Final game of the week. We got 3-0 and Enfield. I'm pretty confident this might be the first time Enfield has ever been on the Pickham's board. We didn't do them last, last year against Woodstock. We might not have. We might not have. Um, and then they're traveling to Newington to play the 1-3 and three Newington Nor'easters. Um, this one's interesting. I feel like you know maybe some people are sleeping on Newington here a little bit. I mean, they're not, you know, Josiah Ross isn't there. Patty Brown's not there. You know, there's a lot of guys that aren't there, but. Take a look at the teams that they've played, right? They played West Hill, one. Maloney, one by Connors, one. Yeah, West Hill, one by one. Maloney, lost. Connard, lost by a touchdown. Connard's a good program. And Manchester, Manchester's 3-0. You flip to the other side, Enfield. Their Manchester game got postponed because of weather week one. They beat East Hartford by three in a wildly high-scoring game. They beat West Hill by seven. And then Bristol Central by two scores yeah it's a pick em game it really is a pick em game which is why it's on the game time ct staff pick em. we're gonna and we uh, sure will pick them <laughs> um sean i'll let you go first on this one because it's the last one um and then i'll wrap it up as we as we end but you know who do you got in this one he uh i you know man i i hate to pick against aquavita but it's at enfield uh they did a really nice job beating back East Hartford, you know, in a game they needed every point. You know, 47-44. West Hill, they won by seven. Newington needed a last-second touchdown. Maybe, they, you know, and then Bristol Central is, you know, that's an okay win. Uh, the resume is just slightly better, just enough, and playing at home, I'm going to go with it. The Eagles, Pete. My first time I ever picked Enfield to win a game. Look at that. Uh, <laughs> go Eagles. I'm going to go. I'm going to go with Enfield, too. Um, really? A lot of the reasons you, were you all said. On Aquavita, team Aquavita. I did. I, see, I am Team Aquavita. Um, but I really like the button for Enfield that I get to put on the board. Um, so I'm going to pick en- Enfield. <laughs> you like their logo? Okay. That's usually that's what win- usually that's what wins the uh, you know this that what that's what wins the uh, the NCAA term. Oh, I like their logos. Yeah. Yeah. How'd you exactly. pick them? How'd you pick Murray State to get to the Sweet 16? Well, I like their logo. There it is. All right. That's another week in the books for the Picks Pod. We will see you all out there this weekend. Get your bulletin boards ready. Yeah, you could print it out. It's full size. Don't print it in color. Takes up way too much ink, uh, colored ink. Print it out in black and white. 
just works a little bit better. Yeah. But uh, print it out, hang it up on your bulletin boards, and tell us that we got it wrong. Uh, for Pete Paguaga, I'm sorry, for Sean Patrick Bully, I'm Pete Paguaga. We'll catch you next week on the Meat Grinder and the Pickups Pod. Love you all. Peace.